You're listening to David Garofalo and Mr. Jonathan on the Cigar Authority. And they wanted me to tell you about the Cigar Station. It's the world's first 24-7 radio station, custom programmed for cigar smokers and lovers of the good life. Enjoy cool tunes from familiar artists. Everyone from Van Morrison, Phil Collins, and Dave Matthews to Paul Simon, Sade, and Tony Bennett. And stay informed with Cigar College, Cigar News and Reviews, and Smoke Breaks. Interviews with cigar-loving celebrities and industry personalities. Give us a listen. The Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com. This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Harry. Go! The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about! Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. We're going to see some serious Awesome. With your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Mr. 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 Kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to April 14th, 2012, it's Saturday, we're here live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You want to come by and say hi, today's the day to do it. Come down Route 93, take exit 1, come to the end of the exit, take a right, we're about one mile down on the end, Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. The Cigar Authority is live here today, and so is Jeremy Soares from my father, Don Papine Cigars, he's running promotions. Jeremy the Mouth Soares. The Mouth Sores in the mouth. It's the, I would say the machine. The machine. Let's go with the machine. Yeah, maybe the mouth, mouth is sores. a pour. That just poured out of me there. Sorry. Yeah. Well, that's been happening to you lately. Yes, it has. And, uh, hey, so far so good with, with that problem. Uh, anyway, uh, we're live here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem this week. The Cigar Authority uh, will smoke a New England limited edition cigar just for sh- cigar shops in New England. And we'll be joined by Jeremy Soares. My father, Don Pepin Cigars, uh, we have an interview with the 86-year-old Avo Yavazian. You have that? You ready? We have it. Okay. We are rocking and rolling. Uh, and we have details on our anniversary party, a message from Bill Spann from the IPCPR. He's the president over there. Uh, two... Mr. Obama. His message is to Mr. Obama. We'll see what he has to say directly to Mr. him. President Obama? President Obama. Ah. So we'll check on to see what he has to say about that and lots more. Well, I can tell you this. My friend Beth is listening to us right now on WWZN AM 1510, The Revolution in Boston. WGHM 900, The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire. WARL 1320, Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island. WGAM 1250 ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. So she's listening to all those stations at the same time. I believe she's actually in a hospital room in Boston, and she's about to be discharged, I think, on Monday. So I said, why don't you tune in because you got nothing else happening. You, she's been there for a couple weeks. No one's visiting her anymore, so I can keep her company. Okay. Hi, Beth. By, uh, Hope everything's coming along this, good. Yeah, it is. No mouth sores or anything. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's why you get hospitalized, is mouth sores. Yes. Uh, we're also being broadcast on the Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com. They do play us twice on Sundays from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1. And why just listen live when you can check out my new sunglasses on our video stream at... 
I the like Cigar them. Authority. They're, they're much better than com. those ones that the that old I left people, upstairs in your office yesterday. <laughs> that the old people wear if they have cataracts. Or I love those. Things. <laughs> and I, Chuck, no, no, Chuck. No. I seriously wear them every day. People come up and ask if there's something wrong with me. Like, did I go blind or whatever? Like, what's up? They ask you that wonder? anyways without yeah. the shades. But. Well, they ask what's wrong with me, but. <laughs> And we're also available for your downloading convenience on demand, podcasted on thecigarauthority.com and iTunes, where you can set it and forget well, it. Well, I tried to do it. I would like you to do that for me. And show you are me the most do. technologically impaired person. We talked about it the past two weeks, I, and I was uh, Easter Sunday. I'm off, and I'm sitting there uh, with the. Uh, Family on the other side, yeah. and uh, playing with my iPhone, and I'm saying, okay, I'm going to set this thing. And I know. Set it and forget you it. You were doing the exact same thing I was doing. I was trying to think of ways to not call you because every two seconds <laughs> yeah. I get an idea and go, oh, I got to call him and tell him this. Oh, I have the day off. All right, I have to not work right now. Well, I spent so, a good hour trying to make iTunes automatically download the Cigar Authority. This is what's interesting, Chuck. Mm-hmm. Dave and I make a lot of videos together, which I do have another video up on my Ustream uh, YouTube channel, rather, which I think people won't be disappointed. But we'll get into that in a little bit. Dave, on his program, he's been using this program for eight years. What program? Your, your editing software for video. Yeah. Eight years. So he's sitting there and he goes, oh, it's doing it again. It won't let me move the video, whatever. And I go, I've watched you do this before. You lock this, you lock this, and then it slides over. And he goes, that's not going to work. Click, click, slides it over. And I'm like, you use it for eight years. You'd think you'd know but it. You know what I've happens. I've only watched I him use it, I and I know how to do it. I haven't it. used it for a month, and it's like starting mm. over again. I disagree. It's terrible. It shouldn't be. It I should will... be like they say riding a bike. But then again, I haven't ridden a bike for 20 years. I think if I get on the bike, I'm going to fall over, right? Every, yeah. every four hours, he had this George Burns interview that would pop up on his iPhone. And literally every four hours, it would just start just randomly start. playing. And he's like, I can't shut it off. So I would take <laughs> it and shut it off. And then four hours later, it goes off again. Oh, what's going on with this? I thought you shut it off. All right. Do you want me to delete it? Yeah, delete it. Okay. Delete. Has it happened again since? No, but no, I... because it's gone. Because it, when it comes to technology, you just you read, and then you do, and it happens. But once you hit the 50 mark, you you're younger. You're gonna than pretend me. like it's just because you're 50. It is because I didn't grow up that way. You grew up with technology like this, right? I no. did not. This is all happening. How old are you? I'm 34. This is this has all happened in so the I same got, amount of time I, as I you. I got 16 years on you, man. No, it's weak, Technology Dave. has been going on right along. It happened to us both at the same time. It's not like uh, the kids that are in the third grade now that have grown up with technology. Well, I grew up, there, there wasn't any internet. Dave wasn't playing Atari, though. We were playing Atari and stuff, right? Yeah, I wasn't playing Atari. We didn't do I didn't any play of Atari. I lived in the ghetto. When we went outside and played, it was 12 hours. You went out when the sun went up, and you didn't come back in until it went down, and you better be in before the streetlights go on. you didn't have a long extension cord so you could play your video game? No? I didn't have video games. Okay. Wow. Right. And I, if I went to someone's house, my dad would call to make sure that I wasn't playing video games. He would call, actually, to make sure I wasn't in the house, that I was outside playing. It was that important to him. Didn't, didn't want you playing video games. No video games. Do you play video games now? I do not. I, I do. hate them. I do not play. Do you play no. video games? No. I have no. a video game in my house. You know, a, a floor model. Um, do you ever play it? Is it Pac-Man? No. It's Pac-Man. I and, had a and feeling the, it was Pac-Man. And the other one. Do, do, with the things come down Pinball? and shoot them. Like Defender? Oh. Space Invaders, maybe. Or asteroid or uh... asteroid? No, not the asteroid. Might be space invaders. Maybe Defender. And they all come down like this. And you... Galaga, maybe. Galaga. It sounds like Galaga. Yeah. 
Yeah. Gallagher was hot, though. It was whatever. You know, a four-bit four system. You know, you're following dots that are kind of triangle-shaped, but not really. Hey, I don't know what they, who they thought they were fooling. It was, that was the thing in the day. In the day. I never understood somebody who played video games. Now they're called, Oh, I used to play them a lot. They're called gamers. But you sit there, I'm like, really? This Call is the most boring thing I've ever seen in my entire life. You're going to sit here and play on the TV <laughs> called... Why don't losers. We watch, <laughs> called losers. Why don't we just watch cartoons? There you go. Because at least the bitrate was better on cartoons than on the stupid Atari. Okay, first cigar of the day, Jaime Garcia. Um, this is an exclusive... This is from My Father Cigars, an exclusive for New England. And Jeremy Sewers is going to come on in a little while and tell us why it's an exclusive. And you're and saying all about the nickname it. The Mouth. That's a bad one. I don't want to go with The Mouth. I want to go with um, The Machine. The Machine. Well, we'll see. Maybe he has a nickname. How about Jeremy? I just have a nickname. I can't say it on the air. What? What? <laughs> oh, he's behind you. <laughs> oh, Jeremy, I was hoping you were going to hear that on the podcast while you were driving and just kind of veer off the road. The Boston Strangler. <laughs> yes, they do. I have heard that many times. <laughs> Yet he is not from Boston, which is uh, which is the amazing thing. But they call him the Boston Strangler anyway. Al Albert DeSalvo. Yep. Or, we broke oh, that story, by the way. Right. Never forget that. That's right, which is really not Albert DeSalvo. He was not the Boston Strangler. It's somebody else. Mm -hmm. And uh, we know that for a fact. A for fact, Jack. Uh, okay, so the Jaime Garcia, if, if you know the... Uh, the limited edition uh, Jaime Garcia that came out that had a box of naturals and it was one... I mean, a box of Maduros with one natural in it. Yes. This is the natural, but it's just the naturals in the box. I remember and it's different sizes. In Seabrook, there was a guy that would uh, keep track of how many cigars were left in the box. Yeah, yeah. And then if it was one or two left, he would go in and buy the one or two so that the staff would have to go get another box. And he would tell them, okay, I just bought the last two. It's time to refill this. And they'd bring it out. And then he would also buy the, the Connecticut, yeah. the natural. So... Uh, I have never smoked the natural until this morning. It was my first cigar of the day, and I liked it very much. As did I. So, uh, because I never wanted to take the one single natural out that everybody wanted, so I didn't have the You're option. a good guy that way. Hey, it's all about other people. You're obviously not a cigar collector. You're a cigar seller. That's right. You heard that earlier, too. <laughs> I sell cigars for a living, although I got a good collection up there. We were supposed to do the show today from Dave's office, but last minute, uh, Jeremy said uh, he was going to be in town, and can he do an impromptu little event here at the store and run a promotion and get people uh, trying his stuff? And I said, absolutely. So, well, uh, we and I can see why, because when uh, we came in here, he was here early, and the first out of the first five customers that came in, he sold... Four boxes. Yeah. And a handful of singles. That's why I want to go with the machine. Like the a machine, machine right? Yes. Yeah. Well, i got to tell you. One guy came in for Macanudo Ascots. For those that don't know what Macanudo Ascots are, they deal a little tin of Macanudo. Little white tin, little skinny cigars inside ten. Really, cigarellos. Yeah. They're very, very small. Uh, and Jeremy was telling him about um, his different cigars. He says, well, I, I really came in for that. He says, we actually don't have anything that mild nor that small. I really can't help you out anyway. He says, well, tell me anyway. So he told him about his different things, and the guy said, I'll take a box of those. Wow. 
unbelievable. Guy came in for a $14 tin, leaves with a well, $117 box. I would say that the big, the big sell on that was when the guy said, well, you know, really, I'm into mild stuff. I, I am hoping to be able to work my way up. And Jeremy said, listen, if you haven't worked your way up from the Macanudos, I really have nothing for you because everything here is medium and above. So you may want to kind of do smoke something in between for a little while. And that's when the guy said, all right, this guy's not just trying to pitch right, me. Right, right. You know what? You did me a solid. I'm going to do you a solid. Did the right thing. Bought a box. And what a what a what a what a deal here! Are we going to wait for Jeremy to tell us about what's going on with the keychains, or do you want to? No, when you when you buy the box, you get a bunch of free stuff like they do, and they got lighters and and uh, cutters, cutters and and free cigars, and you get one of these keychains, which they're little little cigar keychains, pretty cool looking keychain, but there's a barcode on the keychain, and one of the barcodes rings up the humidor filled with cigars, 20 cigars inside the nice humidor. 30. 30 yeah, we're up to 30. Keeps dumping cigars oh, in there. nice. Uh, and that'll be one lucky person. It's an instant thing, instant gratification. You go up, you scan it, you either win, you win something. You win a cigar or whatever you win, or one lucky one is going to win the humidor filled with 30 cigars. We all, we have one more listener, two more listeners that I'd like to mention. That's good. So that equals four. We're up to four. <laughs> yeah. I want to say a special hello to Big Dan in Wyndham and to Miss Chris, his wife, both watching us. Wyndham, New Hampshire. They uh, actually, of the two, I would say Miss Chris smokes more cigars than Big wow. Dan. Since Big Dan doesn't smoke any really? cigars, and, and Chris will light up occasionally. They'll listen to with the ESPN son. radio, probably. They're listening to. I would be willing to bet they are watching us. Oh. Because she texted me and said, take the sunglasses off indoors, you look ridiculous. And so. <laughs> This is that's that's part of his charm, looking ridiculous. He believes that I'm actually hiding right now. Because remember, you had that thing for a while. You were always wearing pink. You I got wore, off that. I, I wore a pink shirt one no, time. No, no, dude. No. It was like all the time. There was, it was always, not all the time. Yeah, there was always either a little thing and you know a little. Yeah. What do you call that? Like a handkerchief. Handkerchief. Pink. I've never had a handkerchief in my pocket ever in my life. You had the hat. Isn't that called that? Yeah. Shoes, by the way? I think, were pink too. Yeah, socks. What's that thing called in the thing? Is that an ascot? The yeah. A foulard. But they're called pocket squares. Pocket squares or foulard. Nice. He has over 40 of them. You don't. You don't ever wear one. He has 40. Maybe he'll I don't. give you one. He'll give. Him, he'll have 39, and you'll have one. If to give it to me would just be like throwing it away. Throwing it away. <laughs> and there's always a little. You guys that hear this, this is just for us. These little, these are little um, tags inside jokes. Inside uh, movie lines. There you go. Inside movie line. Any idea? To give it to you would be like just throwing, like throwing it, away. it away. Oh. Um, snap. I'd snap. wish you good luck, but you wouldn't yes. want to do with it. Yes, yes. that's Glenn right. Ross. Yes, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Miss Chris says real men wear pink. That's all I'm gonna say. Miss, all right, so Mr. Pink, Mr. Pink, anything? Yes, that's uh, Reservoir Dogs. Dogs. Here we go. <laughs> so last Saturday, after we wrapped the show, yeah, I had to take off, uh, and I apologize. I couldn't help clean up or whatever. You're I doing had to a go. lot of apologizing last week, but okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had to take off and go and set up for one of my swing events in Salem, Mass. So I get there. It's a great crowd. We're having a pizza party. Things are going good, and we get to this one particular pattern called a whip. Now, whips are important. There's a certain way you have to teach it. Otherwise, there's boob touching going on all over the place because you don't, if you don't teach the girls the right way to do it, they walk straight into the guy's hand. So I tell this story about how you know boys spend their entire life trying to 
find out about boobs and now we're pretty sure that finding out on the dance floor with a stranger is not the right place we're not convinced but we're pretty sure so everybody laughs well right in front of me is this little old lady uh she actually reminded me personality wise of a cross between your mom and betty white I feel like someone just started a slow clap on me too. <laughs> so the uh, she she leans in, pulls me by the hand, leans in and says, "I forgive you in advance." And then she she cups her left breast and says, "If you want to touch them." Oh God. And I was like, Oh God. Uh, uh, okay, ladies, we're going to rotate. And she's like, Oh, I just got here. I did rotate. We are rotating now. What does that mean, rotating? That means the girls move. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? That means the girls move down one partner and I get a new one. Okay. Preferably one that's not necessarily willing to have me fondle her in the middle a, of class. She wanted a young man. She yeah. wanted something. She wanted you. Yes, oh. She did. Congratulations. <laughs> and, and did, did it end some sort of special way? Does anything happen? No. no. Dave, do you think he was wearing the sunglasses? Maybe that turned off. I'm trying to hide she from her the right guys now. She writes the guys with cataracts. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got, all, I've got all the working hardware. I just am broken in all the right places. So I look old, but I don't act old. Okay. It's Marathon Monday, Monday. We're just about what, 36 hours away. It's yeah. time to start carving up. Getting ready for this. No problem. Yeah. We're all over that. Okay. So lots of cobs, and um, I got uh, the Kenyans in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We get a phone call. You're making the apology All this the Kenyans time. are calling right now. I'm saying that they're, I, I got them in the pool. I, I say they're going to they're gonna win. It's going to be hot, and it's going to be a lot of running. So I'm going to go with a Kenyan. All right. Fair what you, enough. What do you have, a uh, South Boston white guy? I I don't really follow running. I, it's one of those sports that I just can't watch. I don't even really think it's a sport. It's more of an activity. I think the Kenyans have like a 12-year winning streak or something. Really? I don't know. Who was the, the guy that used to win all the time? White guy out of yeah. Boston. Yeah. <sighs> he was still running, too, right? Getting into his 60s and 70s, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I'll look it up. Bill Rogers? Mr. Rogers? That sounds Bill right. Rogers. Rogers? I'm on it for you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Something like that. Bill Rogers? Nothing. Nobody knows around here. <clears throat> anyway, he was the icon around Boston and stuff, and now we've never brought it back home. Wouldn't it be nice if we got a Boston guy winning? Be you know, nice. It's always nice for Boston. You got it. Bill Rogers. You can ring the bell. Bill Rogers! <laughs> Pulls that out of the thing. I have no preparation for this at all. Uh, we have the Boston Red Sox opener yesterday. Home opener. Did we? We did. They nice. won. Because it's been dismal. Uh, they were 1-5 uh, and five before they had their home open. Now, Since this when changes did you start everything. following sports? I got some tickets for some games, and I want to gear up and at least know a player's name or something like that. And One of the players I actually knew of their name ended up getting hurt, and now I have to go uh, find a new player's name. But anyway, that's uh, Red, Sox, Red Sox home opener. Um, and uh, I saw your video on your dance award. You, you yes. did a Who Wants to Dance contest. People ask me to volunteer my time as a DJ all the time, and the answer typically is no because that's how I pay my bills. But something that I do for fun is dance. And it does it does make some money for me, but it's definitely something that's more of a passion than it is a business. So they asked if I'd be willing to DJ the event, and I said no, but I'd be happy to dance in it. And then 
Like they, you're dancing with the stars. It's a, exactly what it is. So they, they bring me in as the pro, and they give me, uh, out of the draw, I got the science teacher. Okay. So... All school stuff. All school, school stuff. So we start practicing, and I say to the science teacher, listen, you know, I'm, I can't do anything halfway, so if we're going to do this, we've got to play to win. And she says, I completely agree. And she tells me about the school principal who's been kind of poking at her and picking on her because he really wants to win this year. He's in every year. He wants to win desperately. Well, my teacher, Larry, was in the competition as well. And wouldn't it be the best thing for my swing career to say I beat my own teacher at a competition? So this like is like beating Mr. Miyagi or whatever. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, beating up Miyagi. So I'm like, all right, I'm all in. So we start doing lifts and throws and we're looking stuff up on YouTube and I'm slamming her against the floor and dropping her and And she likes it. Yeah. I mean yeah. she would literally get up bruised, beat up, get up and go, Okay, let's go again. This time let's go harder so we, we get it. And Long story short, we go in. We don't just win. We get 30 out of 30 for the first time in the four-year history of the competition. Perfect score. I did see it. It was pretty impressive, yeah. i got to say. The break dancing? Yeah. I mean, come on. I'm 34 years old. I can still rip windmills out on the floor if I have to. You, you hurt after? Nope. Yeah. I did when we were practicing. The last three weeks, we ramped up. We were doing five routines a day, every day. And that got a little much after the third or fourth day. My shoulder started to fall yeah, If somebody wants to see Mr. Jonathan dance, they can go on to your... They can actually go onto the Cigar Authority page oh, on Facebook. It, yeah. Because it's right there. Okay. It's right there. You know what I want on the website? I want a Mr. Jonathan's Playground where I can put up my goofy videos right on the Cigar Authority so we can draw attention to the Cigar Authority but also have the videos that we talk about on the show. Is that something we could do? On the Cigar Authority yeah, website? Yeah, just have a little a little tab that says Mr. Jonathan's Playground right Listen, there. Listen, I've Go. been trying to get one of our advertisers their little logo as we promised on the front page. Four months ago, it was promised. For Moe's. Yeah. Hmm. And it's not on yet. It's still not there. Why? Because the guy that does the web thing. I don't know. All website developers are slow. It's like watching molasses run uphill in January. It just yep. doesn't happen. Yep. And I sent it out last night again to say, listen, you know. And you know it's a two-second thing. Right. Right. I actually I just paid, don't know how to do it. I paid extra to have my web guy teach me because I knew from experience that they're all slow. If you want something done. So I, I have to manage my own site. Yeah. I guess we may have to te have them teach me how to do the Cigar Authority. We work. may have to do that or switch it over to something that we know how to manage ourselves or something because it's not right for the advertiser. So give them a free plug right now. We're gonna we're gonna talk about Moe's Italian Sandwich Shop, which Chuck and I frequent every Saturday. Home run. We leave the show once we get it all set up. We go, hey, is it Mo time? Absolutely. This is Chuck before, actually before says doing the show. off the air every to every single Saturday morning. He goes, I can't say no to a Mo. Can't say no to a Mo. Can't you, say no. You actually can't. No. We got a little 12 pack of the little mini Mo's for Easter. Yeah. Not for Easter dinner, but after you eat dessert and everything, and you rest for a little while, and you say, let's have a little something yep. else. Yep. And then we had the mini Mo's. Very popular. Big hit. Big hit. Every single time. I'm doing a, a swing event this Saturday up in Manchester, and Mo's is the official sponsor. He's setting me up. He's such a great guy. This and guy and this is not just any Moe's. This is the Moe's behind Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem. Yes. Yep. This is specifically. And I've been I've been to a lot of the other Moe's. There's 13 of them. I haven't been to all of them, but maybe four or five. Let's Scott do has the best one. Let's go to all 13 Moe's. You, you should get a prize. You'll probably get, gain 10 pounds. Like going around yeah. the world. Yeah. You end up carrying around your own baby. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> hey, I, I'm down 20 pounds, and I have a, a, a small mo 
Every on day. wheat, every day. Do you really? Every day. I, no I, cheese, turkey, no tomatoes, everything else. Everything else. Hot peppers. All the hot's the best. Yeah. And uh, no oil. I want to be. The, I want to be the next Jarrett. You know, but, but the, the Mo Jarrett or whatever. Yeah. There's got to be a name for that. It's called the Dave. The Dave. The Dave. Yeah. It's actually the sandwich is called the Dave. We should have a, like a catchy nickname like the Diet Dave. There's no cheese on it. It's very healthy. I think I'd have to to lose like a hundred pounds or something. Right now, you look at him and say, "So if I eat that, I'm gonna be like him." Forget it. You're fits you know. of the way there. Yeah, but if we show him the picture from last year of you climbing over the fence at the Burrows, oh god, there's there's literally it's Dave oozing over the fence. He was such such a chubby bunny. It was brutal. Isn't that a nice way, chubby bunny, huh? Yeah. He's tight. Look at him. He's like getting fitter. Oh yeah, sure. He's hardening up. All right, let's talk about the cigar we're smoking. <laughs> Jaime Garcia. This is the limited edition, just for New England. Very unique that they did something just for a territory. Anybody out there looking to get it, the only place to get them is a handful of cigar shops in the New England area. More than a handful. I don't know how many, but Jeremy will tell us how many and what the story is. But taste-wise, vanilla bacon. Bacon huh? all day. No. Vanilla bacon, huh? Vanilla, bacon. Specifically, bacon bits, like you'd have on a salad. I like the aroma of it. It's almost a, a teeny bit like pipe tobacco-ish aroma. Hmm. That's the vanilla. And now think bacon. But it's not a mild cigar. No. It is a, probably straight medium. It's a lot of flavor for a shade wrap straight cigar. Straight down the pipe medium is, is what I would agree uh, with. I, I w- it's Nicaraguan tobacco, I would imagine. He'll tell us about that. But anyway, it's a uh, very... I smoked the last one down. Look at This is the one I had earlier. And mine's not too much longer than that. Yeah, mm-hmm. right down to the end. That was good all the way down. A lot of cigars, they, they come near the band. That's usually where I give up on them. They start getting a little bitter, a little wet tasting or whatever. This one went right, not right at straight all. down. So Question, I like uh, can they get these online through mail order, or do they have to physically buy them in the stores? I'm guessing that's Rudy asking. I don't know the answer to that. Do you know if uh, people can buy this cigar mail order-wise? Since it's is that on our website? New England retailers? Yeah, right, we're gonna we got someone checking on that right we'll now for you. Was that. it Rudy that asked? No. All right, I just assumed he's the only one I know that's that listens to the show. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's also Charlie Pateras. He listens as hey, well. Hey, we're well. We're well. Yep, Doc does. We're well into the 20,000 podcast downloads. We're we're getting deep. It's catching on. We're number two. We're number two. Hey, listen. Last week, you guys, we I had Holly, uh, Doctor Holly. Yes. From she's up right now to three referrals from being on the show. Yeah. Yeah, she's going to be our next advertiser. With that hokey, uh, I can make your... Uh, you wait. <laughs> you wait. I can make your allergies go away. And they go away. Completely eliminated. You have allergies. I think she said her eczema, allergy. too. She can take care of uh, eczema so long as mm. it's a symptom of uh, of an allergy. So she, she got people to call up and say, I want to join. called, yeah. That's awesome. They are on the website. All right, so you can order them. They're on the website. They're on the Two Guys Smoke Shop website. TwoGuysCigars.com. Yeah. Go right there. Order yourself a box or eat. Or anybody in New England that carries it, and maybe Jeremy will say what it is. Okay, I like what it tastes like. I like the cigar. 
I can't, he's not I, on yet. I want to say these things before. He's busy with a customer right now, and you can say negative nice. things if you have it. Right. Once he gets on, you're gonna be he's, nice. He's a tough guy. He might not take to it well, and you, you, he might roll with it's you. It's not baby. like it's might not roll. like we're gonna get a word in edgewise once he comes on. <laughs> <Yeah. anyways. laughs> Mr. Jonathan, you're getting called out. Yeah. Uh, how how can a vegetarian taste bacon? Well, here's the thing. The vegetarian thing started off on our very first show where Dave started harping on my vegetarianism. He never really let me finish the whole thing. So I became a vegetarian because I was anti-growth hormone 15 Uh years ago. Since then, the meat industry has come out with plenty of products that are hormone-free. And so I've slowly, over the last six or seven years, introduced meat back into my diet so long as it's hormone-free. With the one exception of there's a couple of cigar events that two guys smoke shop throws at the Avo Yavazian event. That was a 21-ounce filet steak bone-in thing, and it was bone-in ribeye. Un- awesome. Unbelievable. You did not need a cutting utensil. And it was big and thick, too. To cut this steak. I mean, oh. almost two inches thick, man. Medium rare? Oh, yeah. yeah. It was it, there was nothing medium about that. It was like... Yeah. Boom on the plate. It was good. Oh, we'll get into that. We'll tell you about Avo. In the next hour, we're going to end up smoking uh, Avo's 86th birthday, the La Trompetta, uh, along with telling you uh, what about it. We taped a little uh, audio. We got a little interview, and I, I got to smoke that cigar with the man himself. There we go. So we'll tell you about that. And we'll, all right, let's take a break. Let's, let's, uh, when we come back, Jeremy Soares from Don Papine, My Father's Cigars, will join us. And uh, Avo turns 86. Uh, we talked to him. We'll have that. Information in the cigar business, uh, what's new, if he's coming out with new stuff and all that. New cigars, events, and lots more. Stick around. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This is Pat Whitley. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's Stogie Heaven. There's a patch of land in Cuba located exactly at the latitude and longitude of 22 degrees north by 83 degrees west, where you will find Hacienda El Corojo, a plantation that once grew the best tobacco in all of the world. Today, these fields are not producers of tobacco any longer, but the seeds from their prize-winning plants still exist today. 2283 is a cigar brand that uses authentic El Corojo seed in its entire five-country blend. Nicaraguan, Honduran, 
Dominican El Corojo filler, certified Costa Rican Corojo binder, and finished off with lush, oily, Brazilian El Corojo seed wrapper, all from the seeds of the mother plants. 2283 come uncellophaned in wheels of 20, white tissue wrapped in bundles, and then safely placed in cedar cabinet boxes. Find out what's missing in today's cigars. It's El Corojo. 2283 has it certified. One taste and you'll understand the old flavor you've been longing for. It's back and it's 2283. Confucius. Chinese philosopher teachings have gone from the golden rules to fortune cookies. Confucius say, what you do not wish for yourself, you do not do to others. Confucius say, knowledge is recognizing what you know and what you don't. Profound? Maybe 200 years ago. But today, it's our pleasure to bring you Zing. Zing, spelled X-I-N-G, is a whole new smoking sensation. Zing Cigars not only shares medium-bodied, rich flavor from its deep, dark wrapper, but it's the deep, dark wisdom from the back of each of its cigar bands. Zing say, man who go to bed with itchy bum, wake up with a smelly finger. Way better than any Chinese fortune cookie, and way better tasting. And just like Chinese food, shortly after you've had it, you'll love to have another. Zing. It's what some call the modern-day fortune cookie. A great cigar with a little something extra. A little fun and a whole lot of flavor. Zing. Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603-475-1391. That's 603-475-1391. And we're back with the Cigar Authority and live in studio with us, which is a two-guy smoke shop in Salem today, is the Boston Strangler. Jeremy Soares from what's My Father, John Papine Cigars. Yeah, what's happening? First off, congratulations, celebrating two years in the cigar business on this side on of the cigar this business. this side of the cigar world, yeah. Some days I miss your side, too. Yeah, but it's yeah. <laughs> so so yeah. Jeremy started off as a uh, retailer, I guess you'd call yeah, it, working in the that. cigar store. Sure. Uh, so how many years have you been smoking cigars? Uh, so recently, I just turned 37 years old. Okay. And before I went to college, I started smoking cigars basically when I was in high school because I went to culinary school. Late so, teens? Late teens, you know, um, I used to go with my Burger King check for $4.25 an hour. I'd take my $68.30 to a retailer like you, Yeah. and I would go and get uh, two or three cigars a week because that's basically all I could afford. Yeah. And I would take the labels off the things, and I had my little glue stick and my composition book, and I would write down all my tasting notes. Not because I wanted to you know, uh, become a everyday cigar degenerate, just because I wanted to have a competitive edge over somebody that was going to go to school to do the same thing as me. Okay. Because keep in mind, you know, you're obviously... You would know better than anybody. The uh, you know middle or the early part of the 90s, the whole entire world is in love with cigars. Women are smoking cigars. The real boom or cigar yep. aficionados going on. The whole thing. So I just wanted to know as much as I could. So uh, what I did kind of is a book report, or for the wrong reasons, I fell in love with. 
Nice. Um, yeah. Do you still have that stuff? You know, I have one of them. I have, uh, you know, a lot of, I lost a lot of keepsakes. When I was a kid, I moved around a lot just because I didn't have any ties and I'd go and, you know, get a job somewhere, move somewhere. And I, I lost some of that stuff. But I do have a couple, you yeah. know, uh, I'll tell you this much. My grandmother, and, you know, God rest her soul, she was so happy when she found out that I was a cigar lover because her fond memory was her dad, would, who knows what it was, you know, chomped out cigar in his mouth full, right. probably three of them for a quarter he bought. Sure. But when she found out that I was a cigar lover, she goes, I'll buy you any box you want right now. No kidding. Oh, absolutely. She wanted you to be a cigar and, lover. And she was a member of the Cigar Rights of America. Oh, wow. 88-year-old Portuguese, you know, Christian woman, the whole nine, even though she didn't smoke or drink yeah. or swear or do anything bad. She understood she the rights understood of that. The rights in our choice. Isn't that nice? You like the smell of it? Oh, I loved it. Remember, my, remember the husband. Remember her youth, yep. Yep, isn't that nice? Absolutely. So, teenager, you start smoking cigars, and yep. uh, you went to culinary school, you're a musician. I mean, yeah. you got a, oh, no, well, yeah, all right. I suck at playing the guitar, but I'll try. You know what I mean? I'm probably, <laughs> yeah, I would say musician, but yeah, I play a little bit. And um, one of the things, like I said, that I did for the wrong reasons, by the time I got out of school, I had thousands of entries and multiple composition books, and, uh, you know, again, None right or wrong. It doesn't make anybody a bad person. But now with, like, you know, Twitter and Facebook oh, and sure. things like that, all of a sudden everybody's a cigar reviewer, everybody's a cigar this or that. I, uh, for a long time, smoked cigars. And when I didn't cook for a living anymore, I still enjoyed cigars. I still supported brick-and-mortar tobacconists, went to cigar events every month where I was, and really just kind of fell in love with the uh, – you know, obviously, so I work for a Pepin Garcia, my father's cigars, but all families like that, people that came from Cuba that made a, a successful life for themselves and their families, I just had such deep, heartfelt admiration for. Sure. You know, it was the embodiment of the American dream, and, and I really loved supporting that industry. And well, you know, it was funny the things you got into. You, you just didn't work at Burger King. You have culinary experience oh, through... Sure. Uh, to college. Oh, it takes yeah. a lot to make a Burger King Whopper. It's you know, it's no small task. Yeah, it is what it is. No, I worked for a guy one time that was the number two chef at the number two restaurant in the United States in like '97. Uh, you know, I worked for a guy that won a James Beard Award before. Went and actually did three dinners at the James Beard House. Worked at places in Boston. But I'll tell you what happens. You know, uh, that's a great life and that's all well and good. But uh, you know, I was however old I was. My niece was seven. And she said, oh, you know, Uncle Jeremy, this is my best Christmas ever. And I said, well, why do you say that, honey? She goes, because I have both my uncles opening presents with me for the uh -huh. first time in my life. So that kind of was like a little bit of a wake-up call. Yeah, yeah. And I said, you know, I'm going to uh, maybe not want to work every night and every weekend until I'm dead. Maybe yeah. I want to do something different with my that's life. Yeah, that's the food business for sure. Tough. Yeah. So you end up getting a job at a cigar bar. Um, yeah. Did you start Cigar Masters? Yeah, that was the first one I ever took a paycheck from. And, uh, you know, I worked there part-time in Providence in the beginning. And 30 days later or something, you know, I ended up becoming like the boss of the place. Nice. And, you know, uh, but again, keep in mind, you know, I quit doing the cooking thing for a living. And uh, I got into sales, obviously. Yeah. You know what I mean? Selling money. But, you know, uh, I started working in financial world sales, things like that. I had a good palate for cigars and, you know, things of that nature. And, you know, it was just an easy fit for me. It was really something that I enjoyed a lot. And uh, I had uh, worked there for over two and a half years. And we went on the trip. The Garcia family opened my father's cigars in Nicaragua in like 2009, right? The end of 08 yeah. or the beginning of 09, however it worked out. And uh, I was one of the third or fourth, or, I don't even know when, but one of the trips is like, you know, uh, so what we do is we take retailers yeah. to see our facility. It's common practice. Everybody sure. tour the factory, see what we're doing. And, you know, I was so, I have so much admiration 
for the Garcia family and for Pepin Garcia. That man is a living legend, really, and a treasure for us. And you know, as a so, retailer, as yeah, the, when you were the retailer, when I was a retailer, yeah. and I could have went to all the factories, sure. but I was so excited to go to his place, just based on what they are about and, and what they do. And uh, you know, basically, you know, there wasn't anybody representing their company in New England, okay. and they were interested in me, so to say, and. Uh, you know, or maybe whatever it was. I knew the kid that worked in New York too. They're my buddies. I so, knew. They, so they approached you. They approached me. Yeah. Wow. And uh, in, in all honesty, when you go and you land down at the airport and you can turn your devices back on. Yeah. When I opened my email, there was an offer in my inbox. Wow. So it was pretty special. It was like it was totally. All of it is not a coincidence, based yeah. on what I did from the time I was a kid. You know, having a big mouth. When I was a little kid, they said either you're going to be a food critic or a freaking car salesman. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I went to culinary school. Now I sell cigars. Right. So it's not a big coincidence. So you had to figure out what do I want to do? <laughs> what? <laughs> wow, that was awesome. Don't forget we're on the radio. Yeah, I know. I was. Just, this is the thing about the jet light is when you. They don't have that one doesn't have a good safety. Hey, don't point it at your hand and light it. That's not winning. You okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Hashtag take that away from me. <laughs> Tweet that one out there. Wow. Yeah, yeah baby. I'm, cool. I'm awake. You need a little uh no, I'm fine. burn cream? No, I'm fine. Yeah. Uh <laughs> That's what happens. Oh, yeah, the jet folks. pointing at his hand when he pushed the button. That's that was happens. beautiful. I've seen yeah, that. Well, I've probably looking... seen that happen. It's happened to me many times. Yeah, you know, everybody's got to take their war wounds once in a while. We're going to earn our stripes, right? That's it. Uh, so you end up deciding, okay, I'm going to jump ship, and I'm going to go from uh, selling cigars to consumers uh, right. to going from store to store in mm -hmm. the New England area. Your Correct. territory is all New England? New England proper, yes, sir. Okay. Uh, as far as up into New York? and I don't even have to do New York. No, Just okay. New England. Yep. Just New England. And you're living in Rhode Island? I live in, like, Somerset, Fall River area, but okay. very soon I'll be living in the great granite state of New Hampshire. There we go. Welcome yeah, aboard. Yeah, die. There Welcome we aboard. You save 6% right off the bat. Bam. Yeah. Hashtag winning. Yeah, I like that one. That's a good one. It's all about the Twitter, this guy. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the Twitter. Facebook, Twitter, they're all important. It yeah. is. Yeah, they're all good people out there. So now you go for the for the past two years. Yep. Knocking on doors in, in retail shops and uh -huh. seeing how other people are running retail shops and mm -hmm. trying to help them along and say, you know, please put uh, the cigar in and give mm -hmm. it a shot. What do you think? Two years, uh, you, you've been in, in battle, basically. I heard a rumor that your numbers as a salesman this year, and if you don't want to talk about it, you don't have to talk he about it, but I heard it was impressive. Yeah, no, um, you know, hard work pays off. You know what I mean? Just put it that way. Hard work pays off. Yeah, he's lucky. Ah, look at Burn Pack. Thank you, sir. No, you know, um, you can uh, work as hard as you want. This is the United States. You can be whatever you want. And I'm very fortunate to have such an amazing product to work with in that more and more people are aware of everything, you know, not just uh, the cigars helps. that bear our name. Right. Yeah. But it, it's easy to sell something when you've got, you know, the Garcia. This is the thing that people don't understand. Well, you're selling they, something you believe in. You, you, yes. You, you chose to go to the factory because you were impressed with this. Cigars. I just have a sneaking suspicion that if you believed that monkey poop on a shingle was the next best thing, you could sell it to Eskimos as ice cubes. I'm just saying you're you're good. Yeah, you know, um You've got you've got a natural sales ability. Well thank you very much. I appreciate that. I love these people and this family and they've treated they've treated me like I am their family and I'm glad to be on the front lines working for them and raising awareness of their brand and, you know, everything great that they do. Because you have to keep in mind, you know, um Jose Pepin Garcia 
when he's 10 years old. See, this isn't you guys were talking earlier about video games. I have a seven-year-old kid at home who's a spoiled brat, and it's kind of my fault. But um, over there in Cuba, when you're 10 years old, they're like, hey, you know what? Get out of the house. Go work. So he starts, you know, learning his craft then in his family. You know, the Baez, Villa Clara Baez, Cuba is where they're from. Literally, this man is born, born into a house smaller than this room where they're making cigars inside the home. I mean, like, literally, there's tables like this rolling table right here in the house. They're making cigars. So it's not a coincidence that they make such good cigars. I mean, he's been at it for more than, you know what I mean, more than, he's 60 years old, right? So he's been at it, learning it. 50 years? Hey. That's not, you know... Half a century. Hey, nothing to sneeze at, right? And so, so he brings his family into it. Correct. His and son and his daughter. So he's the next generation correct. already, boom, who, who are yeah. not playing video games themselves. No. They're working. They're no, working. they um the, the family... So there's, you know, obviously Jose Pepin Garcia. But the first one that came to the United States was the daughter of my boss, Yanni Garcia. Yeah. She had the opportunity to leave Cuba, won a lottery, if you will. Got to, you know, go to the United States. I think she was, like, not even 19 years old. So if you could imagine leaving your home country to go live abroad, and it's a big risk. Sure. And that's a lot of courage. That woman has a lot of courage. And, you know, uh, through her connections, basically, the uh, father and son and their wives, Maria, Pepin's wife, love her, and Donnie Lee, Jaime's wife, yeah. they all, you know, get visas through her connections in her labor to find their way into Nicaragua to help somebody else. And then, you know, uh, we opened up, I think, in 2003 with a little <laughs> small factory at Caliocho, you know, uh, El Rey de los Amanos sure. opens. And, you know, basically uh, what started in a very small, little intimate setting, a little tiny room, has morphed into a gigantic factory, tons of great cigars. Everything that they deserve for the years of hard work and dedication is coming to fruition right now, and I'm so happy for them. I'm so happy for them. So one thing you decided, uh, there was a lot of success on the Jaime Garcia um, limited edition that came out last year. Mm -hmm. And um, it was a box of Maduro cigars, but in the box was one natural cigar, which I had never got to try because everybody wanted it. So you'd open the box, and the the fight would be over who's going to end up getting that one. And you saw how popular that was. So you took it upon yourself to come up with an idea uh, and bring it to the Garcias and say, okay, Okay, this is what I'd like to do. Sure. And, uh, again, thank you, Jaime, because, you know, I don't want to say I'm difficult, but uh, to say that I nagged him to do it or whatever, yeah. my, really my boss, I love, Jose Ortega, is my sales manager, yeah. and I'm not the only one. You know, they thought about, everybody wanted that project. Based on the uh, box has 15 of the Viso Broadleaf, Palo de Oro, you know, binder and filler, all that business, Cuban sea tobacco in there. Well, there was one Connecticut shade version of that cigar that people went crazy for. The, the same exact blend, just a different wrapper? Uh, on the limited edition side, yes, the same limited edition blend with a different wrapper. I noticed that people really enjoyed that flavor profile. So I said, you know what? Well, what if we had that available Connecticut Shade, the regular Jaime Garcia Reserva Especial, if that were available with a Connecticut Shade wrapper, would then more people that might say, oh, well, I don't know, that cigar looks too dark or it might be too full-bodied for me, would they then try this? Excuse me, and be able to have a um, an excellent cigar that's not overly strong, 
but also make them aware of the stuff that we do. Maybe this would be a vehicle so they could try the other stuff that we do. And he like said, a yeah. gateway drug. Well, I wouldn't say drug. Let's, <laughs> yeah. not use, let's use the right no, verbiage. That would be but, him. That yeah. would be him saying that. Right. Let's yeah. not use that verbiage. But just the same, I would say that this is an opportunity for he somebody to try. says the wrong thing all the time. No, nah, me too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> me. You're not the only one. I've got more opportunity. I've got more taste of toenail in my mouth for my foot being there. Yeah. But um, in all honesty, I said, you know what, if we try this and it works, I'll be happy. And, you know, if they don't do it, fine. But he did do it because my boss is reasonable and respectful. And even though he's a master at what he does and they know everything about tobacco, right, he said, yeah, let's try it out. And it was an overnight hit. So what's the production of this? Uh, there were 1,000 boxes total. There's a Petit Robusto, a Toro, Bellicoso, and Toro Gordo. 250 boxes of each size, and they're basically all but gone for now. Yep, they're they're in the stores already. So uh-huh. uh, um, stores that you do business with, you yes, you sir. offer this uh, to different stores yes, in so different right, states of New England. Yes, sir. In all the New England states combined, this this product is only in 15 accounts because I wanted to keep something that was already territory specific, unique and sexy. So people would say, hey, you know, uh, do you have this or do you have that? And, you know, if um, if somebody came into your store and asked for it, you didn't have it. The next time I tell you about a unique limited run, you'd probably be excited to take it in. Right. So that's all. If you miss this. If you miss this, you might definitely want to try the next one. So. Uh, I'm going to tell you from smoking uh, two back-to-back that this is a Grand Slam home run. Thank Absolutely. Um, this, this is... As far as I'm concerned, if if this was in the line as the regular line, this is going to outsell every single one of the cigars. It is not overpowering. Um, I don't want to say mild because it's far from mild. I would say straight medium, but it has so much flavor for a shade wrap cigar. Right. There's no bite to it. Uh, it doesn't have else? it doesn't have the classic peppery thing going on in it that a normal pepine would have. It, if you really go deep into it, though. You can, you know, I was going to say earlier, this reminds me of some other brands and things like that. But as you taste it in there, I'd say maybe creamy white pepper. Sure. Subtly that's in there. So the, the binder and filler composition-wise is the same as the regular Jaime Garcia. But with the Connecticut Shade Wrapper, you still have all of that flavor. But it kind of softens it up a little bit and builds up gradually. So for that reason, I feel confident telling somebody that says, I smoke blah, 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 X, Y, Z, other manufacturer, yeah. Connecticut stuff. Can I try this and why well, enjoy it? So, yes, I feel. Yeah, go ahead. Try it out. I think it's, you'll love it's it It's most much. likely going to be a little bit step up mm-hmm. from whatever they were smoking. I mean, we were saying earlier, somebody came in and says, uh, Macanudo Ascots. I'm looking for a little little teeny tin of Macanudo. And you said, well, let me show you this. And actually sold the guy a box of Robusto uh, uh, Jaime Garcia's. The guy will not be sorry. He's actually going to be happy. Sure. Uh, you've just introduced him to the world of premium cigars, as far as I'm concerned. Right. Absolutely. Uh, very, very nice. And uh, you know what will happen, too, is he might smoke, you know, five or ten or the whole box and then say, hey, you know what? Let me try the broad, uh, Broadleaf version. Let me try right. maybe like Lara Loba. Let me try my father. Let me try Le you Let me try one of the other ones now because I like this flavor. So for that reason, again, if, if at anything else, all success of the line aside, if anything else, if it gets somebody to try something different from me that they would have not normally tried, I'm yeah. happy about that. Lara Loba is very interesting because there is a great value cigar sure. right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
for the money? How do you beef something like that? Sure. Um, I mean, they certainly have high-end cigars and, and value cigars. Is uh, well, How many times can you get a 94-rated cigar, top 25 this year in Cigar Aficionado, the La Relova Sumatra, for like under $6? That's it. You know what I mean? How yeah. can you beat that? But, again, that's something that, you know, you got to kind of, like, let people, because that's a fairly new line to us. Yeah. So we're trying to let people know, hey, you know what? This is a great smoke. Give it a shot. What I find very interesting about this whole uh, the cigar rep business is you guys, even though you're all fighting tooth and nail customer for customer for uh, market share of, space, a, yeah. of a cigar shop, you guys all genuinely like each other. You guys were all here hanging out at March Madness, and there was handshaking going on. There was hugging. It really felt like this everybody was we're in. part of the family. This well, is the industry. Here's, here's what I can tell you. A rising tide raises all ships. Right. I, I want actually, everybody to do good. I, want I actually watched that. Jeremy, the superstar source. Yeah, rising tide raises all ships, and we want everybody to do good. And, you know, um, my palate and what I like to smoke is what I like, but you like what you like, and this guy makes what he makes and all of that. The bottom line is, though, if we're all unified together, we all work in an industry where we're we're minutes away from the FDA trying to be in our business and on it. We need to combat for our rights collectively. Absolutely. So that's why, you know, even if somebody really don't like somebody, you don't really say, yeah, that guy, he's a real, you know, He's like Something. nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, you don't, you know what I mean? Just the same. Everybody is, you know, who they are. Mm-hmm. Great industry. Great it industry. Is. I love it. So what do we, uh, what, what do you expect coming out? Do you have any ideas, any any scoops or anything you can tell the folks listening? This would be where oh, boy, like somebody hands you something that doesn't have a band on it and says you try it. You Maybe you snuck some in in your pocket or something for us. Yeah, I would say, well, I don't have that sample that we're talking about. So, But there will be a cigar coming out at the trade show made to honor Pepin's daughter. Yanni Garcia called La Duena. Now, La Duena in uh, Spanish means like businesswoman, right? Boss lady, businesswoman. So she's the La Duena of our organization. We're going to have a cigar available at the trade show that is absolutely going to light the world on fire. All the people like of the world already want to smoke it. I I actually made fun of them because they always get to try it in Miami. And I'm like, hey, why don't you send me one? It's like everybody in the office is smoking or right. four. <laughs> so we could try it as or well. Four, yeah. Come regular on. line? Uh, yeah, regular production. Yep. Regular production. Regular production. Yep. La Duena. La Duena. In that case, yes. make it eight so we can smoke it off it's the gonna air. It's going to be a big deal. And then it's on made the by, uh, So we have a famous rock star type of client that helped in, you know, basically created that cigar with her to honor her. Together, combination, you know, Jaime's involved in the rolling end of it. Really, super. it's going to be super special. But again, I don't want to speak out of school because I haven't smoked it. But just based on what I've seen. They haven't People. come out with a bad one yet. Man, they can't miss, boy. Yeah. <laughs> they really they really can't miss. You they know? not only make lots of cigars for themselves, they make lots of great cigars that are out there from other to other companies. Yes, and uh, yeah. uh, truly, they haven't come out with a bad cigar yet. So uh, I, yeah, I would no. imagine it's going to be great. So that's what we look forward to. That's the scoop yes, for, well, uh, for, for now. There'll probably be more stuff. More will be revealed. Um, you know, uh, there's always new so, projects in the works. Do we get that for next week? What's going on? Here? I probably would go out on a limb and say no. I can answer that with certainty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to probably give you an emphatic no because I haven't even tried it yet. But when the time comes, you'll be the first stop. How's that sound? When the time's right, we'll smoke one together and, you know, we'll have a good time. When the time is right, and right now the time is tight, we're about ready to... Uh all right, head hey, off to hey, a break. Thank you for for not only coming on the show, but for doing this event. Oh, if you're doing please. with us today, you're no, going to be here uh, 
until 5 o'clock. Sure. 5 o'clock. Let everybody know in Radio Land out there. Yeah. The Jaime Garcia, New England edition, Connecticut rapper here. One of 14 stores. You can find it in all three of the two guys' locations. Tremendous box deals, specials. We're giving away a humidor with 30 cigars in it today. This so. event looks like you've, you've been planning it for months, and you set it up. I watched yeah, you guys set it up really Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Like, bing, all right. bang, bang. Yeah, that's what it, we do. It's awesome. You really yeah. are a rock star. You guys you are rock stars, on. too. Thank you for having me. All right, so come on down. Uh, see Jeremy. He's going to be here till 5 o'clock. And, it's uh, a pl- you want to come in and buy from him just for the show. He puts on a show when he's when he's selling the cigars. We love him. It is. Absolutely. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Avo Yavazian turns 86. Uh, we were with him the other night, and we have a little audio on that. We're going to smoke his La Pacla Trompetta cigar. And uh, we got lots more events and promotions and all kinds of stuff coming up. So stick around, everybody. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, that and more. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Boom. Mr. Jonathan here from the Cigar Authority. Every Saturday morning during my preparation for the radio show, I head over to visit my friend Scott and Moe's Italian Sandwiches here in Salem, New Hampshire. Scott makes my sandwich fresh right when I order it and makes it exactly how I want it. When I'm running too late to visit Scott in person, I simply pick up the phone and call 603-912-5336 and Scott delivers it to me himself. Delivery is free and is available every day. Moe's is located right behind Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire at 5 Kelly Road. The next time you are hungry or need to feed your son's football team, please do me a personal favor and call my good friend Scott, 603-912-5336, and tell him that Mr. Jonathan sent you. Remember, you can't say no to a mo. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. What about it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, Something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! (laughs) Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. Buying a good cigar will cost you a fortune. True! Well, not any longer. Ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce you to Dos Ombre. Dos Ombre cigars are long-filled premium cigars that are so affordable, they've been named the best buy in the cigar business. And it's a Dos Ombre cigar for everyone. Dos Ombre White is the mild Dominican. Dos Ombre Green is the fuller-bodied Nicaraguan. Dos Ombre Red is the medium-bodied Honduran. And the orange one is the ill-tempered Mexican. No, there is no Mexican. No Mexicans at all? No Mexican cigars. Have you seen the dark and delicious box-pressed? I have, and I love them. Have you seen the tins or the huge-selling new pencil cigars? I have, and I love them. Dos Ombre Cigars, the best buy in the business, period. Available at Two Guys Smoke Shop and Two Guys Smoke 
smokeshop.com. You're listening to David Garofalo and Mr. Jonathan on the Cigar Authority. And they wanted me to tell you about the Cigar Station. It's the world's first 24-7 radio station, custom programmed for cigar smokers and lovers of the good life. Enjoy cool tunes from familiar artists. Everyone from Van Morrison, Phil Collins, and Dave Matthews to Paul Simon, Sade, and Tony Bennett. And stay informed with Cigar College, Cigar News and Reviews, and Smoke Breaks. Interviews with cigar-loving celebrities and industry personalities. Give us a listen. The Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com The back of the box is where all the bull goes. But in this case, there's no box. It's a bundle. A bundle of Desperado cigars. As a matter of fact, there's no band, no fancy ads, no promotions, or any bull at all. Because that costs money. And Desperado cigars are about saving you money. These are not first quality cigars. Not seamless, not perfect, or spectacular in any way. They are not made with tobaccos aged for 12 years, nor have they some secret fermentation process. This is second quality tobacco made in the Dominican Republic that was formed into a cigar for you to cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. We think they taste pretty good for the money. They'll smoke pretty well. And they are so affordable, it wouldn't kill you to hand one to a friend or two to enjoy with you. Desperado Cigars. They'll keep the bugs away and provide you with a nice, inexpensive smoke to experience for about a buck a cigar. Desperado. WWZN Boston. This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Go, The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about! Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. You're gonna see some serious Awesome! With your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? Oh, we're having fun here today on the Cigar Authority. Jeremy Sores is here. (laughs) He's a trip. Oh, my God, is he a trip, huh? He's a trip. Uh, we're here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire this week. If you want to come by and see Jeremy Soares, he's doing a My Father event here at the shop. Uh, take Route 93 to Exit 1. Come to the end of the exit. Take a right. We're about a mile down on the right. You can't miss it. You can't. Just uh, roll the window down. You'll hear us. Absolutely. Yeah. You'll hear him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, who's listening? We got WWZN AM 1510, The Revolution in Boston, WGHM 900, The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire, WARL 1320, Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island, WGAM 1250, ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire, The Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com, twice on Sundays from 11 to 1 in the morning and 11 to 1 in the evening. And you don't have to just listen. You can watch what we have going on. And actually, we also have a special caption contest on the Cigar Authority page. That's all I'm going to say. You go there, and you get to caption on our... on Facebook, right? On Facebook. Yeah. Our assistant 
producer who fills in for Chuck when Chuck is sick or away or whatever the nonsense he does with that professional football team, yeah. whatever that is. <laughs> when he's off doing that, we get stuck with this kid, Mike, and uh, he posed for a picture, and uh, we're looking for some captions. <laughs> and uh, we're also podcasted over 20,000 times on demand at CigarAuthority.com and iTunes, where everyone except for David Garofalo himself can set it and forget it. Set me up today, will you? You just click subscribe. I tried. It's just not happening. It's, it isn't like I, I got tried two, to lift a I thousand pounds and I couldn't do it, and I pushed as hard as I could. I'm just not strong enough. You push the so, button. Let me explain what's going on here. There's my daughter's password and stuff, and then my stuff on here. I don't know why there's two things. This needs an overhaul. I mean, I need a half hour with you to really straighten out what's, what's going on here. I got e- different email things, and only certain ones are coming through. It's a mess. I mean, I don't know if it's time to just call it quits and start again. You or may want to get the uh, the 4S and just have the Siri. Do I don't it. want to get the 4S because then the 5G will come out yeah. or the 5W, and this is the problem always, with these i, I things. You, you've got the three right there, and it's still the best phone you've ever had. Good. Let the fo- let the five come out. Nah, Whatever. this is what they do to you, man. I can't stand it. You feel like a fool right after you buy your thing, and then the next better thing comes they out. They force you out. They really do. Well, let's let's you, look at it like fool. this. Chuck, you're a Mac guy now. Are you sorry you bought your Mac, even though there is a better operating system out there? No, I wouldn't say I'm sorry, but they definitely force you out. Like, I believe there's a conspiracy going on where they, like, release these updates that slow down your phone. Dave, is your phone slowed down, do you think? Something's wrong with it. It's not something wrong with it. It's like the new updates intentionally slow down your phone so you're forced to buy the next product. So you should never take the updates. You're forced to. You're forced to. If you want the apps to work, you need to get the update. So by getting the update, the apps will work. But what it does is it compromises the speed of the phone. Drives me nuts. And then it's slower. Therefore, you better buy the next one. But I'll tell you this. It's a big money-making thing. Listen, I'm speculating. Okay, uh, this is my assumption on things. But I believe that's the name of the game. It's big business. you kidding me? When I wanted to promote the new video that came out, I have certain friends that have iPhones, and I have certain friends that have droids. Every single iPhone was able to receive a text message from me with a link to the video and watch the video, every single one. Half of the droid people were able to do it. Hmm. All the droids run on the same Google operating system. It's a Windows-based system, and it's poop. No, that means now the new droid will come out because they're going to play the same game, and they're going to make you get the better droid. Every, so single, of those every single iPhone worked. It didn't matter whether it was the 3, the original, the one, you've got the 4S, yeah. I've got the 4S. They all worked. The droids 50% of the time. I want to go back to rotary. I want to go back to the rotary phone. (laughs) I'm not surprised. It always worked. It fell on the ground, and it still worked after it fell. The rotary phone was the best. Took an hour to dial someone's phone number. Not an hour. Then if you get the wrong number. Oh, you got to start over. Start all over. I was so pumped when uh, when cell phones came out, like, for real, and I got my first cell phone because you could misdial and just hit the back button. Do you have a regular phone at the house? Yeah, no one ever answers it. Ever. That's it's silly. It would be yeah. silly for you to call me there because th- there's probably 1,500 voicemails. I've never checked the voicemail. So why don't you just get rid of it? Because it's packaged with the because cable. Because it comes with the package and you have to or you're going to pay more for see? it. See what's going on here? I'm just going to This is not a conspiracy it. thing. It's the real deal, man. This is what's going on. How can you incorporate this in your business? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I don't it's know. Comcast is a billion-dollar company. I, I incorporate packages in my company. DJ business for sure. All right. For Speaking sure. of package, segue, huh? Segway. Check this package out right here. The Avo 
La Trompetta, limited edition 2012. It's a box of 10, and what a special box it is. Just bang onto that microphone. Sorry. Don't let anything happen there. Each cigar is a torpedo, and it looks like a little trumpet because it has the three little flute hole, flute, you know, the little uh, buttons or whatever you call them. That they, uh, looks like they You're a trumpet player. How do you not know what they're called? Because I'm a trumpet player. <laughs> There's a video you don't want to watch. Chuck? Just bang the microphone. Yeah. What the heck's wrong with you? All the kids are doing it. So this is a trompetta, and uh, what an event we had. It was Avo's 86th birthday. About 100 of us got together. All right. The we real went to Salvatore's in Lawrence, Salvatore's restaurant. What a mm. spread they put out from the very beginning, the cheeses and all the meats and stuff they put out. A... Uh, 21-ounce bone-in, um, it was a bone-in ribeye, whatever it was. How about the pasta? Oh, my God. The, a right. trumpet pasta, like a trumpet, with ground-up sausage bits in, mm. in the thing. Spicy. Mm. And, and it was a sweet sausage, and so the chef, just on a whim, threw in a little crushed red pepper and add a little spice to it. Chuck. Yeah. If I didn't know that that ribeye was coming, I would have eaten that pasta, and I would have gone to someone's bowl that didn't finish, and I would have eaten theirs. Which was, I was, you were on the other side of Avo. I was on the other side of Avo. Yeah. And Avo took a bite and said, it's delicious, but it's too spicy for me. I can't eat it. And I wanted so bad to say, give it to me, because I want that too. But I knew what was coming. You know. So I didn't, but it was. They had. The, these little half-cut mini potatoes that were on the bottom, they had been roasted to perfection with olive oil and garlic and rosemary, and then the steak was put on top, and that had garlic and rosemary infused in it. Roasted it carrots was, that were delicious. Oh, the carrots were delicious. The carrots were amazing. <laughs> to borrow a line from Dave, that's how a player rolls. Oh, oh my. It was so... And then, now, right when you walk in, Let's just we won't we'll talk about the cake in a second because that was that's a whole conversation. You walk in the spread of all the fresh, real, legit Italian meats and the the stuffed mm, olives and the peppers. Oh my god! It the was aroma. The, wait till you see the pictures on David's Facebook because he should have had them up already, but he can't figure that out either. So again, it becomes on my shoulders to been, help him with everything. Video, you should have been playing video games. Right. I mean, if you just followed along once on uploading just something. Just do it for me. Just do it for me in the first place. <laughs> Don't even ask me. Say it's up on your... Just give you, me your you password. Put, you put people dancing and stuff on my Facebook. I tag it, but I can't just... Uh, I tried to upload an entire folder onto your Facebook. It won't let me. Give me your password. I can do it from home from now on. Well, anyway, I smoked a cigar and liked it. Typically, um, and, and I've heard people say that some of the limited releases that come out of Avo are a, a bit young and they need a little age on them. I did not find that with this. I'll tell you. Uh, well, first, I, I smoked the LE5 earlier, which is the full-bodied one that came out in uh, 2010, the LE10. Um, then there was a 2011 from last year. I went on to the 2012 at that point. I thought it was uh, the best cigar of the night myself. Uh, I don't like the fuller-bodied, real full-bodied stuff like the LE10. It was too much, although some people were going crazy for it because uh, you can't get these things anymore. The night was full of uh, cigars that were no longer available, so everybody got all these unavailable old um, Avos that supposedly aged very uh, great, gracefully and great. When when I smoked this cigar, this is, I think, my third La Trompetta, 
every single time you get that classic, although this is not a Connecticut Shade uh, wrapper, right? What, what kind of wrapper is this? I should know these answers. But whatever it ends up being, it has a flavor of a really, really well-aged... Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. All right. It, it has a very similar flavor to um, one of the high-end Zenos. Right on the... You put it in your mouth and you get a little coating on your mouth. Oh, yeah. it really feels like the cigar is melting in your mouth. It's I, that good. I agree. So uh, it's, it's only a box of 10. I believe it's about 155 I think, box of 10. Um, they made 5,000 boxes of 10. Wow. And of that, more than 50% of it went to Europe. If, believe it or not, I mean, Avo and Davidoff are bigger in Europe than, than they even are in the United States, and they go head-to-head against the uh, Cuban cigars, and no problem. Yeah. Um, but uh, whatever number it was, less than half of... Uh, less than 2,500 of them went to the um, United States. Uh, we got 75 of them, which we got rid of, I believe, 60 of them that night. And uh, leaves us, whatever, 15 or so that, uh, between the three stores. Uh, need a lighter? I got it. I got it. It's always good to come with your tools filled to the it, show. It is filled. Uh, I'm having a little problem with this. This is the old Blazer. This this lighter has to be about 15 years old. Um that I'm using, and I found it in the drawer at home the other day, and I said, oh, my God, and it was working great, but it needs to be uh, flushed out and refilled because these things obviously last forever. It's 15 years on this thing. Awesome. All right, so let's talk about the cake, Chuck. Now, take a look at this box right here. Mm -hmm. If you were to take the cellophane off of every single cigar and place them gingerly back in the box, Mm -hmm. that was the cake. But giant size. Giant. The size size of this table. Cool. Wow. Giant. Yeah. Oh, wow. The the cigars were this big because I held one up to my mouth and pretended to smoke it and got a picture of it. Cool. It was giant. Uh, Montilio's, George Montilio from Montilio's Bakery did it last year. He actually made the grand piano. That was the um, cake. Oh my this God. year, it was the box of the cigar. I had sent, they asked for, do you have any uh, picture or anything of the, the cigar that came out? And I uh, called the folks at Davidoff and said, do you have anything, any picture uh, that you've taken of this? And they said, yeah, we'll send you something. So I got to see what it was going to look like in advance. I sent it to them, not knowing what they were going to do, but they mimicked it exactly. Every single so, detail. like the box open? You had a top open, like this? Open, yes. It was box open. Was opened, yeah. It looked this big as this table or bigger. For for an hour. Wow. For one hour, 100 people took turns taking pictures sure, of themselves sure. and each other in front of this cake. Yeah. Nothing, nothing else got done for yeah. the first hour of the event. Yeah. People went to the little mini bar with the uh, the meats, and the cake was right there. So they were snacking and taking pictures and stack. A hundred people just stuffed in the middle around the cake. And then an hour later, it's gone. Oh no, I'm much late. later. Yeah, a couple hours later, we all got together and sang happy birthday, and uh, it was it was Empowered. awesome. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. So we, we have some audio on Avo. Yeah, why don't we throw to that air and have that ready for us? We got uh, Avo and I had a chance to sit down at the the head table and have a, dis- a brief discussion about his uh, career in music and uh, how he came about cigars. So why don't, we, uh, why don't we play that? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear 
was telling me that you were a piano player and you had a cigar made for you and you made more money selling the cigar I from your piano. I started selling my cigars from my piano in a resort where I was playing for career. I put one box of the cigar that I started baking at the Davidoff, which is now the Davidoff factory, but with Hanky Kellner before Davidoff came there. When I used to put one box in one year, I sold 20,000 cigars from my piano. I made three times my salary, 75,000. I said, this is a good business. Absolutely. Cigars is a good business. Yeah. So you sold your company to Davidoff. Davidoff bought my brand name. Wow. Very nice. And you decided to... I brought them because when I made my cigars, I was only... I didn't have... I was all by myself, you know? Uh, And I sent the samples to Davidoff shop when they opened in New York. I had sent 10 boxes and... uh, they said, where they make this cigar? Because two guys came, it seems they smoked a couple of, they bought all the boxes. They said, send us some more. Send, I started sending, and after a while I said, listen, let's make a deal. I went to New York, met them. I'll give you exclusive distribution because I don't have an organization. All myself, piano, selling cigars. They started selling, they sold 125,000 cigars one year. When I first started making cigars as a business, I didn't have a big... I started my cigar business. I had less than 10 grand in the bank. Wow. I spent down to my last time. My wife was going to go crazy. What are you doing? We have a newborn baby daughter. I said, leave it. After I sold 20,000 cigars and when... Davidoff sold 125,000. Even if I make a buck on each cigar or two, you know, in four years when they went to 750,000, they came to me, they said, we want to buy your brand. But when I first made, after the first year, Zeno Davidoff came to our factory with Dr. Schneider, the then president of Davidoff, and uh, they visited the other factory, and they said, this is the factory where we want to make the Davidoff cigars because they had broken their relationship with Cuba, and that's how they started. Very impressive. I spent two, three nights in Dominican with Zeno. How many events do you do a year? This year we have eight here, and then... Uh, Two more when I come back from Europe, one in Puerto Rico, and then I will have four in Germany in May, uh, ten in Switzerland, and one more in Germany after. The whole month of May I'll be in Europe. Wow. Wow. Now, someone told me that you speak more than one language. I speak nine languages. I am fluent in English, French, Spanish, Armenian, very good in Arabic, Turkish, Iranian, Farsi, Italian, 
and uh, I understand Portuguese, but I don't speak it. Wow. And I write all of them. I can write. That is impressive. Well, being born in Lebanon, my parents were Armenian. Sure. Who migrated to Lebanon after World War I. They spoke Turkish. The country was Arabic. And the uh, education of the schools were Arabic and French. I learned German when I was 20, 19, 20 years old. I had two German-Austrian musicians in my little band in Lebanon. After that, I went to Baghdad and Iran, where I was the Shah's pianist. In one year, knowing Arabic and Turkish, I could speak Farsi. Then I came to the States, and uh, my first wife was Armenian, born in the U.S., but I just want to put this in. She died after 24 years of marriage from smoking cigarettes. So I never touched a cigarette. Then I went back to Puerto Rico. When she died, I started my life again playing piano, and that's where I started the cigars, and I remarried. My wife now is Puerto Rican. Very impressive. This is Mr. Jonathan reporting live from Abu Yabizi's 86th birthday party, throwing it back to the guys in the studio. Take it away, Dave. And this is Abu playing right now playing on the piano. Yes, he, he got up and played a few tunes for everybody, including uh, Strangers in the Night, the, the song that he wrote for Frank Sinatra, uh, and still to this day is getting royalties for what? that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Strangers in the Night. Yeah. He wrote the music, not the words. Uh, as he explained to us, uh, he went to Juliet, Juliet in New York, and uh, he, he's uh, in Europe. He's uh, just like we have the Newport Jazz Festival here. They have the Avo Festival in Europe. What's his nationality? He is he's Armenian. Okay. Yeah. Uh, nine languages. I know. And writes them all, not just can understand them and speak them. He can write them all, I along was really with writing music and. 86 years old, sharp as a tack. Absolutely. Uh, and you notice how he corrected me when I said they that Davidoff bought your business, and he said they bought my brand mm. name. Yeah. That was a very big distinction for him. That shows you how he sharp he really everything is. Everything into that company, literally. That's Good. making mountains move right yeah. there. He was baby. down to his last thousand dollars. The wife's getting all nervous. Baby. Don't worry about a thing. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Awesome guy. Not, not don't worry about a thing. Worry. Yeah. <laughs> That's what drives you. Worry. Yeah, he's uh, he. I, I smoked some cigars. Uh, he brought me. Uh, I put that up on Facebook. This uh, Bellicoso uh, pointed at both ends. He says, "Yeah, I want you to try this. See what you think of it." And I'm like, "Wow, this is really something different. Um, very, very different from uh, anything you've ever come out with before." I like it very much. And he says, uh, "I'll send you some information and stuff on it." I said, you coming out with this? He says, not for a while, but I want you to think, although it was very aged, it didn't taste um, fresh rolled or anything like that. He says, it's, you know, I, I met him uh, earlier um, the day before, and then he came up in the office and hung around for a couple hours before that night and then there, and uh, that's what he was smoking over and over. Uh, Something like uh, the trumpetta is probably something he was smoking last year over yeah. and over and over until uh, it gets ready for whatever it Does is. Does he actually decide what cigars come out? 
Is that his decision? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't get into it with him, but uh, I know uh, each time I end up going down to Dominican, I usually go a couple times a year. I bump into him every single time. <laughs> Yet he's all around the world. You know, you hear he's, he's on his way to Germany. He's on his yeah. way there and stuff. Uh, I've bumped into him just about every single time I've gone out to the Dominican. He's Fifteen old. or sixteen different birthday parties celebrating every year. He does it. He goes on a wow. one-year world tour for his next birthday. He was dancing with the ladies. Let me tell you this, Chuck. I mean, there are some guys that can get girls' phone numbers by asking. Every girl that was in there, and I mean every girl. And there was a lot, you know. Asked him for a kiss. Mm-hmm. 86 years old, every girl in there, including the hot photographer, asked him, could I get a kiss? Cool. Unbelievable. Yeah. And he got, he did get up, cut a rug, dancing. Yeah. It's good stuff. stuff. It was good stuff. So congratulations to, to Avo, 86. Boy, I'd like to be 86 like that, I'll tell you. So, uh, and we look forward to his, his next year, for sure. Uh, the next things he's going to come out with. So uh, He's not showing any signs of slowing down. No, he isn't. No, he isn't. I said, what do you think? You're going to keep going or whatever? He says, I'm going till I die. I'm going to keep going. What, what, what else? And he's retired a couple times, and mm-hmm. it, only, it only lasted about a month or so. Uh, he's living down in Florida now. Make sure you come and see me in the Orlando area or something. Here's my card. He gives it to me each time, and my cell phone number's on it. Give me a call when you come down. So next time I go down, I'll go down there and uh, spend a little time with him and see what's going on. Rocking a stark white suit. Nice. Yeah. Very handsome. He, he wasn't in that suit earlier in the day and stuff, and he, uh, I said, I'm going to get ready. I'm going to go down there and set up uh, for tonight and stuff. He says, okay, I'll go back to the hotel and put my monkey suit on and uh, – you know, get looking like uh, Avo does with a hat and all that stuff. So I said, okay. Uh, nice cigar. Very nice. Yeah. Very uh, nice. And this will be something, uh, you get a box of these and you put these away to open this up a few years from now. This is one of those cigars that, that uh, for me, right off the bat, is phenomenal. But you can taste the different places in it where putting some age on this cigar is going to take it over the top. Right now it's very good. But, man, two, three years from now, Forget it. Okay, uh, what do we got going on? Um, wow, this time already. Yeah. You, you want to go to break? Yeah. Why don't and we go should. to Why don't we go to a break and we'll come back uh, with the final half hour, the most anticipated half hour of the Cigar because, Authority. Because we got a lot coming on. We got a uh, uh, Bill uh, Spann from the IPCPR uh, is uh, contacting President Obama. So we'll find pleading, him. pleading with the president. And you can help him with that plea, and we'll tell you about that when we come back, and all the events and promotions and things coming up. So stick around, everybody. Love these tunes. Stick around, everybody. (laughs) We're going to take a break. When we come back, that and lots more. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Flor de Lorraine. She came from the streets of Paris. Flor de Lorraine is a magnificent jewel of a cigar with a contemporary French style and prestige. Flor de Lorraine marries rare aged tobaccos in old world craftsmanship. Flor de Lorraine. Deep layers of lush tobaccos fuse in a symbol of charismatic intensity. 
for luxurious expression with no concession. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover Fleur de Lorraine's rich, bold taste with a little European flair. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover the extraordinary craftsmanship behind every Fleur de Lorraine. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover Fleur de Lorraine's elegance, charm, and value. Fleur de Lorraine, now available in natural or Maduro. Discover Fleur de Lorraine cigars at fine tobacconists everywhere. Fleur de Lorraine. Fleur de Lorraine. From the streets of Paris to you. Let me ask you a serious question. Do you like what you're doing for a living? Are you sick of being in the rat race, living life on other people's terms? Hi, this is Chuck Morrison from MakingMountainsMove.com, and I challenge you to take back control of your life and make mountains move to live the life that you were meant to live. If you have a dream, a burning desire, but feel miles away from living it, I can help. You see, I used to be a stressed out corporate slave with time for everyone but me and my family until I made the decision to follow my heart and pursue my passion. Today, I'm living life on my terms and helping people achieve the same in record time. Look, you have a purpose to serve in this life, and I can guarantee you it's not to be stuck inside of some job or some career that's sucking the life right out of you. It's time for you to take back control of your life. It's time for you to make mountains move. Take the first step today. Head on over to makingmountainsmove.com and sign up for my free number one secret to help you get out of your job and into your dream. It's time for you to make mountains move. This is David Garofalo of Two Guys Smoke Shop and we're proud to say Two Guys is the largest family owned cigar retailer in America. I've been there many times before Dave and it's true. It is stogie heaven. Two Guys has three locations all conveniently located off exit one and all right over the Taxachusetts border in New Hampshire. Take route 93 to Salem, route 95 to Seabrook or route 3 to Nashua because for cigars every highway leads to Two Guys Smoke Shop. Two No cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border. Coincidentally, huh? It's no accident, and just one of the reasons Two Guys is the largest cigar retailer in America. Two Guys Rock. could be our cigar selection. Again, the biggest and best, I'm proud to say. Make the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free Salem, Nashua, or Seabrook, New Hampshire. Or find them on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. It's Stogie Heaven. You like Robusto, I'll take a Toro. You like Oscuro, I'll take Maduro. You like Perfecto, I'll take Torpedo. Sit back, relax, it's Two Guys time. Two Choices. It's 
The ads are all over TV and radio. Foreclosure, default, loan modification. If you're having trouble making your mortgage payments before you give up, ruin your good name and lose your home, you need to call Paul Antonelli, that short sale guy. As a Coldwell Banker agent, Paul specializes in helping people sell their home in a short sale. You see, a short sale is a complicated transaction most real estate agents don't understand. Not every homeowner can qualify for a short sale, and some lose valuable time and money when they try the short sale process only to find that they don't qualify. Paul understands the process and knows the steps for a successful short sale. When you call, Paul will cover all the necessary details and tell you if a short sale is possible on your property. Remember the name, Paul Antonelli, or go to thatshortsaleguy.com and watch Paul's informational videos. Then call and let his expertise guide you to a successful short sale. You're at your computer now, so go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Paul Antonelli and the short sale team. Go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry-shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle, super-premium vodka, Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume, imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, this is Jeremy Swords Jam right here. Yeah. <laughs> this is how he does it. It's how, that's how he rolls. He's all pumped up. He's got the <laughs> cell phone going. He's working the thing at the same time. He's selling cigars. Shooting the Twitter. Yeah. The, the, it's we, like Brewster's Millions when they you see the money drop down in the vault. It's like what's going on with the boxes over here. Here we go. He knows how to play it, man. He's got it going on. If everything's don't work out at Don Pepino, I think he's going to be working front counter here at the two guys there in Salem. Is. Yes, he is. <laughs> I can make money with that boy. Uh, okay, we're here live at Two Guys in Salem. Uh, Jeremy Soares is here with my father, uh, Don Pepin Cigars. He's running the promotion till 5 p.m. His grandmother was a member of the uh, CRA? That's it. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Didn't smoke cigars. It doesn't matter because that's how important it is because there's crazy stuff going on right now. We need to take action because right now they're looking for the FDA to get involved in cigars, the Food and Drug Administration, which if the Food and Drug Administration get involved, let me tell you, things like the limited editions are all over because they'll take years and years to go through the bureaucratic bull stuff stuff for that to end up happening. So the whole industry ends up changing. The way the packaging goes with, with big warning labels and stuff, and they're, they're asking for crazy, crazy stuff going on. Well, um, finally, uh, Bill Spin, he's the uh, president of IPCPR, uh, he's had enough. And he's actually putting a plea out right now to President Obama to put an end to this and let us go on with our business because everybody's in a, a state of we don't know what to do. Do we put new things out? Do we hold off? You've got to let us know what the deal is or not because people want to build more factories. They want to do more things. You're talking about lots of employees in other countries and stuff. Uh, nobody knows what to do because they can't decide what they're going to do. So Bill Spann's uh, asking for a plea for help. Can we hear that now? Absolutely. Let's do it. Welcome to another edition of IPCPR TV. My name is Bill Spann and I'm privileged to serve as the CEO of the International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers Association. We are reaching out to you today to ask you to join IPCPR 
and Cigar Rights of America in asking President Obama to protect the premium cigar industry from FDA regulation. As you no doubt know, the FDA is considering potentially onerous regulations for the premium cigar industry. These regulations will jeopardize over 85,000 American jobs, destroying America's mom-and-pop premium cigar retailers and manufacturers, and risking over a quarter million jobs in the Latin American countries that produce these fine cigars, impacting their economic and political stability as well. We hope that you will stand up for the small businesses that dot Main Street America. Help us carry the message that premium cigars are enjoyed by adults, they're not marketed to nor affordable by underage youth, and they are celebratory in nature. They're not addictive. Tell the FDA to leave our premium cigars alone and to stay the hell out of our humidors. With this nation's more pressing issues, like our budget, our deficit, our wars, Harming our simple ability to enjoy a premium cigar should not be a priority of our government. We need your help to reach 25,000 signatures by May 11, 2012. We already have several thousand, but many, many more are required, and we need you to step up to your computer. To sign this petition, visit our webpage, follow us on Twitter, or like us on Facebook and click the links provided. Thank you for helping us help you, our members. I'm Bill Spann, and this has been another edition of IPCPR-TV. Have a great day. That's Bill Spann, president of IPCPR. It's easy to do. It's only going to take you a couple minutes and cost you absolutely nothing to do. So do me a solid right now. Go on to either IPCPR.org. That's IPCPR.org. Could you spell that for us? It stands for International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers.org. IPCPR.org or CigarRights.org. And you're going to click a few buttons. It says Take Action. That's the button you click. How easy can that be? And it'll just make, make you go through it'll a run couple you through of it. You do have to put in an email address so that they can make sure you're a real person. Yeah, they'll send you a confirmation email just to double-check that it's not a computer because anyone out there could create fraud by setting up a computer program to generate the thousands of signatures. So they are testing to make sure. I, I don't think you're being added to any lists or any of that stuff. They're not interested in your email. They just want to make sure you're a real person so they can, we can get this bill signed. As of uh, this morning, I believe they were up to 6,000 uh, names so far. They're looking for 25,000 by May 11th. It's a lot in the cigar industry because, there's no, frankly, there's not all that many uh, premium cigar smokers out there. And so we're going to need, everyone's going to count. Yeah, we need we need to have action on this. So please do so. Once again, IPCPR.org or CigarRights.org. Go on there. Click a few buttons. Take a minute. Those that are watching right now on the computer, uh, watching the show anyway, do it while, you, while you're watching and listening. Yeah, it'll live update a few from seconds. the chat box. Over 9,000. 9,000. Oh, beautiful. Very good. Okay, so. See, we only mentioned it after two minutes. We got 3,000. 3, Thank you very much yeah. to all of our listeners. We thought there were only a few thousands of them yeah, out there. It's both of you. Thank you. <laughs> so, hey, and, and you know what? Waiting is not good this time because, no. uh, you know, we, we're deep into uh, April right now, and you're talking May 11th. Don't wait till the last second. You know, uh, we're not halfway there, so come on, we got to get this uh, get crack lacking. Twenty five thousand, and who knows what's going to happen if if they end up doing it. But they know we're out. We're out there. It is a uh, election year. That maybe he'll say, I don't need these twenty five thousand people to go the other way. So uh, let's let's take action to do something because this one, you know, you, you, there's, there's, there's things that like taxes and stuff, and you want to fight that. No smoking laws. This one is the end. 
FDA is, is the end. It's mm-hmm. over. Well, the FDA took charge when uh, Garlic Farms put on their, they're a local milk company, they put on their uh, bottle, never made with milk uh, from cows with no growth hormone. The FDA made them take it down because growth hormone was approved by the FDA. And where are we now? Now everyone's making milk with no growth hormone because it turns out it's actually bad for you. The FDA is not in business to keep you safe. They're in business to make money for the people at the top that run the FDA. Those are the pockets that are being lined. They're not in it to keep the public safe. Why would we want them anywhere near our cigars? Amen. Amen. Yeah. Bill said it perfectly. Stay out of our humidors. Right. Please, stay out of our humidors. Uh, Jeez. I got another shout-out. Yeah. I want to say hello to Viral from Traveling Stogie. Thanks for tuning in. He's listening right yeah, now. Yeah, all good. And uh, we expect to have him on the next couple of weeks. Actually, he's going to tell us about his Traveling Stogie site. Good. I uh, I did see some pictures that he sent when we had... Um um, Illusion, uh, Dion. Dion was up Gialito. here, and he took some nice pitches. He did. Uh, so thank you for that. I he saw is that. all about taking care of the local brick-and-mortar stores up here in the Northeast. That's all he's interested in. Awesome. So we couldn't yeah, be happier that he's, uh, that he's just a fan out and listening. And so uh, how do people end up going on to his site? and travelingstogie.com. Okay, travelingstogie.com. And... Uh, Check them out. Check them out. And uh, something to go to every once in a while because he tells you things that are going around. Right. Go, going on. Someone's got a limited release just in their store. Whatever they got going on, he's your guy. Okay. Beautiful. Uh, speaking of uh, things going on, next week, next Saturday in, the, in our Nashua store, uh, El Tianti, Louis Tiant himself, will be at that shop um, because the Red Sox are playing the Yankees. And we're going to do a Skype thing like we did last year where we're going to uh, Skype in from uh, another cigar store that has uh, that has Yankees fans. Cool. And we'll have the uh, Red Sox fans, and we'll go back and forth and uh, go with that. Uh, unfortunately, that's not where we will be. We have to be at the Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook Seabrook next week because uh, the manager, Steve, over there is going on vacation, a well-deserved vacation. What are you doing? I know. (laughs) A well-deserved vacation for Steve, uh, which means I'll be working there all week. So if you're looking for me. uh, Great. That means I have to drive an extra 35 minutes (laughs) to come say hi. (laughs) So I'll be there all week uh, filling in for Steve uh, and missing Louis Tiant. So when we're doing the show, we'll say hi to them and maybe. Somehow we can Skype into them. I don't know if it's possible. You know who uh, we're expecting to have in next week is Peter from Salvatore's. He's going to tell us about what we had going on. He'll get into more detail about the the meal and and how Sal's views events and how they take care of their customers. But he's also starting the promo uh, with uh, for the Perdomo event, the father son dinner. Yeah, bring dad to a cigar dinner, which is Saturday, June 16th. Uh, hopefully, this is the beginning of uh, something we can do every year. It's the day before Father's Day. You take your dad to a cigar dinner. Or who you consider your dad, who's like a dad to you. So Mr. Jonathan would be taking me. Aww. Um, <laughs> Nick and Nicholas Perdomo. You're more like the older brother I never wanted. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Nick and Nicholas Perdomo will be flying in for it, and uh, we'll uh, have them around on that Friday at uh, 
uh, both our, um, the Seabrook and the Nashua store, and then all day Saturday at Two Guys in Salem, we'll have them on the show. And that night, that Saturday night, we'll go to Salvatore's and Lawrence and uh, have the Bring Dad to uh, a Cigar Dinner event. And um, we have not worked out all the details. Uh, we actually thought we were having it somewhere else, and uh, it fell apart last minute. And uh, the folks from Salvatore said we'd love to have it here. So now we- that's another company that does not say no. I mean, you could sell soup to nuts. They took care of you. Yes, my right God. from the beginning. Yeah, unbelievable. They're awesome. And you know, saying that we're going to have a hundred or so people in smoking cigars and blah 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 usually is a turn off to most people. Um, they you know, seem to enjoy it. Yeah, well, they, they like a good cigar themselves every once in a while. We're going to have it on out on the uh, deck overlooking the Merrimack Valley, Merrimack um, River. River, and uh, it's, it's always a good time. Which is out pretty there. to look at. You still don't really want to swim in it, yeah. <laughs> but it is pretty to look at at this point. They've done a lot of cleaning up. And that will continue. So uh, April 21st, next Saturday, Louis Tiant. Uh, we'll be broadcasting without Louis Tiant in the. Seabrook store. Uh, May 5th, speaking of Avo Uvesian, Avo's son Jeffrey has his own cigar out there called Rockefeller Cigar. Oh, they're related? Yep, that's why, the name would, why his name would be Jeffrey Avo Uvesian. All right. Uh, I thought maybe it was just a fun coincidence. So Rockefeller Cigars, his new thing. This is uh, he's uh, he's tried something in the past before many many years ago uh, with not a lot of luck. Now Rockefeller Cigar comes out. We'll see uh, what we think of that and uh, how well that goes over. But we'll give it a shot. Uh, May twelfth, we have John Hart from Drew Estates going to be on board here on the Cigar Authority uh, with new smokes. Something very very interesting. I saw those. Yep. So we'll try that out see what we think now this is something interesting about john hart he pays attention and I, I swear he must take notes you can ask him any question about popular things in cigar stores what's the most popular color where you know where do people put the humidors you can ask him goofy questions like that and he knows he knows the, the average of all the cigar stores and he goes to a lot I mean, I was picking his brain upstairs, and I was blown away. I don't want to give any of it away right now. Wait until you hear him. All the number one things in cigar shops. Yeah, he'll have all the answers to it. So he has all the answers. It's amazing. He has them. Um, June 2nd, we have Joe Cusano from CNC Cigar live on the Cigar Authority. Um, Saturday, June 9th, we have Rocky Patel live on the Cigar Authority. The day before Friday, we're going to do a barbecue with Rocky Patel in our Seabrook store. Did I, I, th- I saw the paperwork on that. Is he actually going to be manning the grill? He's manning the grill. Rocky oh, Patel himself. Rock, that's it. As if he doesn't do enough when he's in the store rocking and rolling, selling cigars, he's also going to man the grill. Did you see the price for the event? 20 bucks. Wow. So it's not going to be anything fancy. I think it's hot dogs, hamburgers, sausages, and things sure. like that and stuff. But, uh, well, Rocky's going to make it for us. We're going to hang out with him and have a good time. Uh, what else do we got? Um, uh, two Guys 27th anniversary. I have details. I have the details. You want to read this? <clears throat> This is the press release. All right. The press release says, Salem, New Hampshire, April 23rd, 2012, Two Guys Smoke Shop from Salem, Nashua, and Seabrook are celebrating their 27th anniversary on September 27th by giving away 400 prizes. That must be a misprint. It is no misprint. 400 prizes to all 400 people attending. So each person attending gets a prize. Wins a prize. Right off the bat, you win. It's good to be a Everybody winner. wins. 
Everybody because we've wins. done lots of things in the past, and somebody just wins. one winner, they yeah. get a Hummer or whatever, yeah. or the Fleetwood last year. So Two Guys has become known for its elaborate anniversary events, which have included everything from giving away motorcycles, a Hummer H2 automobile, elaborate trips, and yes, even cash. They've hosted game show presentations and put together a mixed martial arts event, hiring the world's greatest DJ and it sound technician that. It doesn't say for that, that event. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for the plug, Mr. That's Jonathan, Mr. MyDJ.com. Yeah. <laughs> they even give away, they gave away a tanker truck containing 10,000 gallons of gasoline back when the big uh, spike happened in 08. Which could happen right again. (laughs) We could be doing this again. That could be a repeat. And they even gave away a Rolls Royce filled with minted silver bars, 250 of them. This year's event is expected to top them all. According to owner, Two Guys founder, my host over here, my partner in crime, David Garofalo, this year, everyone will win because we are giving away 400 prizes, including, but not limited to, a pair of season tickets to the AFC champion New England Patriots. Over a dozen premium cigar. Good seats, too. Good seats. Six nice. row, 25-yard line. Are you kidding me? Come on. We'll see you, right? Be, of course. High five. We'll shoot Come spitballs off. at you. Not not that I'm recommending someone does that. But. Will you stop at that? Okay. I'm going to like it nailed. Hey, Chuck. Uh, over a dozen premium cigars will be given to each person, including Davidoff, Diamond Crown, Perdomo, Hammer and Sickle, United Cigar, which, have we smoked that on the show? We have not. Yeah, we did. We anniversary did. dinner. Yes. Anniversary okay. show. Uh, CNC, Alec Bradley, Undercrown, E.P. Carrillo, Rocky Patel, Ortsak, and of course, no event would be complete without the Padron family uh, being in. Uh, when doors open at 6 p.m. on September 27th at the Burroughs Function Facility in Ward Hill, Massachusetts, a sold-out crowd of 400 guests will be participating in what is believed to be the biggest, most prestigious, prize-filled, and fun-laden event of its kind. How do we know it's going to be sold out? staged by a retail cigar business because they all have been sold out. They sell out in a couple of days. This, this one's, I don't think this one's going to take a couple of days. Last year, we thought maybe... What, five days and it sold out in three? Yeah. I'm thinking this time it's going to be... It sold out in two last year? Yeah, it'll sell out immediately. So that's the important part of it because the tickets go on sale on May 5th. That's a Saturday, wow. May 5th. Get them then. Cinco de Mayo. We will be here uh, that day uh, with Jeff Yuvazian, uh, and that's the day you need to come to Two Guys Smoke Shop, not only to meet Jeff, but to buy your tickets that day. They'll be available at all Two Guys Smoke Shops, or you can buy it on the phone that day or whatever. But the scary part is it's probably going to run out that day. So I really urge you, if you're interested in going, not the, don't go the next day because it might not happen. If you really want to go, especially if you're listening to the show and you, you want to be part of this, please, May 5th. That's why we're telling you now, mark your calendars, not that the event event is May 5th. That's the day the tickets are on sale, and they probably won't be on so, sale. So I'm noticing that there's a word used in this press release that I coined, which I'm very proud yes, of. Yes, you did. Major cigar celebrities expected to attend include, just to name a few, George Padrone, Rocky Patel, Nick Perdomo, Eric Newman, Eric Hansen, Jose Dominguez, Joe Cusano, Alan Rubin, Marvin Samuel, Steve Saka, Victor Vitale, and Ernesto Perez Carrillo, which he typically also brings EP3 with him. You would imagine that he's going to be there as well. The excitement, camaraderie, and value of this event this year 
will be even greater than years past. It's always the hottest ticket in town, Garofalo boasts. That's him. The $200 ticket to this event will go on sale Saturday, May 5th. Uh, past two guys' events have sold out in just a few days and is expected to be the hottest ticket to a cigar event once again. Um, now, I'm saying, I'm noticing that there's a $200 ticket here, but in years past, there's also been a VIP ticket for well, sale for 300 Well, a VIP ticket is not for sale any longer. The only way to get the VIP ticket is to earn the VIP ticket. Do tell. How do we earn a ticket? Well, we do in the store like... Um, American Express does with the frequent flying fly. miles. We have stogie points in the store. This is not for online people and stuff. It's for uh, the people that actually come in the store. And as they build points, they get prizes and free stuff like American Express does or whatever. And um, that's what we do. And the problem I've had in the past was lots of VIPs being in there. And they're probably very important people. But they're not very important customers to the organization because they're not customers. They may be online guys that buy from other people or whatever. And what I want is it's an important day for us, and we don't make money at these events. You want to give back to the customers that shop day in and day out. So because you have money doesn't mean you get to be a a VIP. It's, It's about being a customer. I beg to differ, and I have a story to tell. But Well, what I, what I want to, to do is to, to get to that point, and, and even talking about in the past of the people winning the prizes, it's, it's a completely legitimate thing how it works, and somebody ends up winning the grand prize. This is, it's an elimination type of thing that happens, and, and not sometimes. Most of the time, the person that wins, I don't even know who they are. People come in from all over the country to come to the event. And we don't even know some of these people. And some of the prizes, the big elaborate prizes that get given away, I never see the person ever again, nor have I ever seen them in the first place. So I'd like to get it down to being people. So mm. this year the VIPs are only from uh, people that earn uh, the points to get it, and they've not charged anything. That's pretty cool. I would like to get it maybe next year or the year after that you can't buy the tickets, period. You know, the only way to get it would be to, to earn your way into it. We, we don't want to make money from selling the tickets. The uh, You know, obviously it helps sponsor the night and pay for the prizes and things like that. But the idea is to, to, to give back, give to, back to, to, the, to the right person, you know. So that's what we're trying to do. And I know a few people have said it to me. You know, I want to buy a handful of those VIP tickets. And I said they're not for sale this year. And it's, it, it is a regular person, you know, a customer yeah. or something. But let me give it to you for free. Just, you know, do it, do it through your points and... Uh, Take it for free, but I don't want you to pay your way in because I want to give it. You know, that, that's what the idea is. So what story do you have to so tell? I dare ask. I, I'm scared to even say it. At but. the end of the Dancing with the Stars okay. presentation, everybody that was in the show goes out to a local bar, and we start. Rudy is going to kill you. He doesn't like that. No. <laughs> a lot of people do. Yeah, uh, that so. was a cue from the chat box. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> I swear to God. So Thanks, Doc. We we end up we end up going into the bar, and of course, there's we show up with 30 people. There were already maybe 40 people there, so now the place is packed, and no one can get up to the bar to get a drink. So I walk up to the bar, and I hand the waitress at the bar a $20 bill, and I said, I don't want to wait for drinks for the rest of the night. This is the starter, and I'll take care of you at the end of the night. Run me a tab. Whatever I order, I want it right away. And it worked. Now, you didn't run a tab. I noticed you did run a tab. But you didn't pay the tab. Uh Uh-oh. Did you remember paying that tab? Paying what tab? 
at the the uh, dancing with the stars. Oh, I thought this was at the Avo dinner. Somebody ran a tab at the Avo dinner. <laughs> that wasn't me. I paid. I paid every single one of my drinks. No, you did not. I, I paid every one of your single drinks, you, you along most, with everybody else's, which you is most, okay. You most certainly but did not. I was just surprised at the end when the waitress came over to me and handed me the thing, and I said, wow, what's this? And she said, well, somebody ran a tab. And I figured it was you. It was not me. <laughs> All right, it was somebody <laughs> ran a tab. Oh, my God. No, I went, I went up and I overtipped the bartender there too. He took care of me okay. all night long. That's what I believe in. It's not tipping. And it's I overtipping. I picked up all the sunny movies. Drinks. That. Reservoir Dogs. My Blue Heaven. Oh, good flick. Good flick. My Blue Steve Heaven. Martin. Yeah. So anyway, uh, this, this sound means we're running out of time. Yeah, I ran a tab on your bill. It would never happen. Somebody did. Well, it wasn't me. Somebody did. But whoever it was, it's all paid in full. Don't worry about a thing. <laughs> Uh, all right, next week we're going to be live at Two Guys in Seabrook uh, doing the show from there because i got to fill in for Steve, who's on vacation. Uh, actually, he goes on vacation 6 o'clock tonight. He starts his vacation, so I'm there tomorrow. Congratulations, Steve. Steve, yeah. You earned it, my man. Uh, uh, what else? Uh, if you want to come by and see Jeremy, he's going to be here till 5 p.m. today. Stop by, meet the boss, and strangle himself, Jeremy Soares, from my father with Pin Garcia Cigars. In the meantime, in between time, we're heading out. We'll check you next time. Thank you for listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Say, sir, enjoying a good cigar shouldn't cost you a fortune, and it doesn't have to when you light up a classic. Classic brand cigars are priced right, and there is a blend or size just right for you. Classic Connecticut is a mild and smooth smoke, while the classic Maduro is deep, dark, and delicious. The classic Cameroon has a hint of natural sweetness, that will keep you coming back for more and more. But it's the classic Cuban that is bold and full-flavored, just like the classic Cuban cigars from before the embargo. Every classic blend is available in four classic sizes. The Robust, Toro, Churchill, and Torpedo. But whichever one you choose, a classic cigar will guarantee you a smooth and easy draw. Classic cigars. The name says it all, sir. Hey, Sammy B here. Sammy B's Custom Carpentry. Foundation to finish and everything in between. Find a job I can't do. I dare you. At Sammy B's Custom Carpentry, I build everything myself. So you know it's American-made and built to last. I don't subcontract. I'm committed to getting a job, and I'm committed to finishing the job personally. Call for a brochure and references. 603-553-2345. If you can dream it, I can build it. Sammy B's 603-553-2345.
Let me ask you a serious question. Do you like what you're doing for a living? Are you sick of being in the rat race, living life on other people's terms? Hi, this is Chuck Morrison from MakingMountainsMove.com, and I challenge you to take back control of your life and make mountains move to live the life that you were meant to live. If you have a dream, a burning desire, but feel miles away from living it, I can help. You see, I used to be a stressed out corporate slave with time for everyone but me and my family until I made the decision to follow my heart and pursue my passion. Today, I'm living life on my terms and helping people achieve the same in record time. Look, you have a purpose to serve in this life, and I can guarantee you it's not to be stuck inside of some job or some career that's sucking the life right out of you. It's time for you to take back control of your life. It's time for you to make mountains move. Take the first step today. Head on over to makingmountainsmove.com and sign up for my free number one secret to help you get out of your job and into your dream. It's time for you to make mountains move. Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603 603- 475-1391 That's 603-475-1391